Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is food, dollar, war, persecution. So I had already recorded the program for Monday, and it was uh, tonight, about a couple hours ago. I can't remember whether it was 5.17 or 6.17 p.m., but anyway, I was laying down in my big chair. The TV was off, and I was just taking a nap. And all of a sudden, I heard the audible words say, I've got some really bad news for you. And then, it's hard to describe, but I think it was an angel because it wasn't just a newspaper. It was like something holding the newspaper flew in from the right side, and I could not read anything on the newspaper. All I could tell was the top two lines. There were other things below the two lines, but I couldn't read that. And it happened so fast, all I could tell, it was all caps, like what you're seeing, top harp, or top half of the newspaper, and then the bottom half of the newspaper had other writing, but I couldn't read. I couldn't even read. Matter of fact, it was so fast, I couldn't even read that. And uh, again, I was asleep, and I saw this, and all of a sudden, so I woke up, and I said, what really bad news? And what did that just say? And But there was no answer. Now, in times past, when things like this happen, it's generally something that's happening right then. I mean, you got to pray for it right then. For example, back in summer, I believe it was like 2017, um, Leslie had left to go down the road for something, about three-hour drive down the road, and she came back, and she said, I forgot some papers. Would you put them in the trunk of my car? So I went out, and the trunk was already open. And as I looked down in the trunk, I saw a vision. I saw the trunk was all in disarray, and within faster than a split second, I was made to know that she's about to have an accident, and I saw the trunk as if it had been in an accident. And and so so anyway, I walked in, I put the papers down in the trunk and closed it. And so I said, wait, before you, before you go, let's pray. So we held hands and prayed that God would protect her. About an hour later, she calls me. Oh, man, she's all upset and everything, almost crying. I said, what is it? What is what? What happened? She says, I don't know. I'm going down the road, and this maniac passed me, probably doing 90 miles an hour, and must have hit some kind of road debris. It flew up and hit the front left quarter panel of the car. I thought it was going to come right through the windshield, hit me, but it didn't. Instead, it went down the, the left side and put a scratch down the side of the car and knocked a hole in the back left rear quarter panel. And I said, well, praise God you weren't hit. But I believe that that vision was a warning telling us that if we didn't pray, she was going to have an accident. I believe this is the same kind of warning. I mean, it happened so fast. I, I could not read the words on the paper. But I promise I heard the audible words say, I have some really bad, really bad news for you. Let me say it again. I have some really bad news for you. And then the top two headlines were in red, all caps. Now, I don't know that I've ever seen a newspaper that had all caps, all red type. So it was something really, really bad. And it's not for Prophecy Club. It's not for the Johnson family. This is for America. So I just sent out an urgent plea to my 1,300 people on the Fast Track team, not asking them to fast. I'm not asking you to fast, but I am asking everyone at least for the next four days, 
to pray four times a day. You don't have to pray in your face, but at least four times a day to pray, asking specifically that whatever the bad news is that is on this newspaper headline does not come to pass. I'd love to be able to tell you what it is, but I don't know. But I just know it's something really, really bad. And you know, probably folks like us, the only ones that even pray for it, which is probably why you know he gave it to us. So we want to take this and say, thank you, Lord, for telling us. We're also going to say, Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus that you do not let this bad thing that is on the head of this newspaper, the headline of this newspaper, we ask it not come to pass in Jesus' name. We pray in agreement. We do not want this bad thing to come upon our nation in Jesus' name. Now, back to the program. We'll start with food. Western Journal says bird flu explode in the United States. Hundreds of thousands of chickens dead, all while bizarre disasters hit food plants. Yeah, I know. Wait a minute. Have we heard this before? Yeah, not exactly this one. There's been other reports. The point is, is... Turkeys and chickens are dying all across America, especially, but not just here around the world. Now, how do you get all of them to come down with the same disease? I think that is intentional. I think that they are getting in an airplane and they are spreading this bird flu. Why? Because we ruled this planet for thousands of years and we'll destroy it rather than give it up. So this is the evil Moloch and ball worshippers. The 1% that own and control the 99%, and we are just chattel. We are just useless eaters to them. And since we are getting in their way by arresting them and executing some of them, according to some of the sources, they don't like that. So they're fighting back. This is all part of it, and I think this is all part of saying that we're about to go into the tribulation. I don't know when. God has not told me, but I think it's close. So the article says Oklahoma now has become the 31st state to confirm avian flu in chickens. 19,000 ducks on seven farms, seven different farms, all come down at the same time. Okay, so what did they do? Did they let a bunch of ducks loose that would go to all the other ducks and cause them to get sick? No, it's intentional. It's by the hand of man, and it's probably done from planes or maybe even drones. I don't know how they're doing it. I don't know. Maybe they have some kind of electronic way to do it now. 19,000 ducks, seven farms in Lancaster County had to be killed. 35 million birds in the U.S. are reported to have died or killed due to the flu. France has culled 16 million birds, and the disease has also occurred in Britain, Italy, and Spain. So they're mad at anybody who has a beating heart. In both commercial flocks and non-commercial backyard flocks. Okay, so how do you get it all over? Again, they got to have a way. I don't know, but they got to have a way. Big commercial chicken farmers may have an advantage since they have in place biosecurity measures. Container ships now piling up at anchorages off of China's ports. Now, we've talked about this. There are now over 60 container ships full of import cargo stuck off Los Angeles and Long Beach. We know about that. 154 as of Friday waiting to unload export cargo off of Shanghai. Now, to tell you the deal on that is the California came up with this wonderful new law that says unless you're approved, unless you've gone through this, unless you've got this particular license, and by the way, you can't do this too much. And so based upon their laws that they enacted, I don't know, it was about a year ago. So now a whole lot of folks that used to haul containers, now they can't. 
So again, it's all man-made. This is intentional. It says there are now 242 container ships waiting off for berths countrywide. So when you go to the grocery store and there's no groceries, when you go to um, buy something and you can't, uh, I understand that the devil is alive and well. J&M Truck Repair says, where are all the truck parts gone? We're currently in the midst of a worldwide semi-truck part shortage. How do you keep the trucks from moving? Uh, take away their parts. There's a shortage of nearly every truck part you can imagine. Everything from brakes, brakes, sensors, hard to find, depending on where you're located. Some types of motor oil are difficult to track down right now. All of this is supply chain. All of this is the hand of man, Moloch and ball worshippers. Shortage of raw materials as well as lack of workers. All of these issues are hitting us all at once. I mean, now think about that. It's how do you kill ducks, turkeys, chickens all at once? How do you take away our truck parts? How do you take away our food? I mean, they are intentionally bringing the world down. They're saying we rule this planet for thousands of years. We'll destroy it. Rather, we give it up. And they are proving that they will, in fact, do that. This is the most recent picture I have. These are the container ships off of Shanghai. Now, we've already read the article. Don't need to read the article. But basically, they have shut down China. Nothing in, nothing out. They've shut it down. Well, what do we get from China? Uh, just about everything. So count on it. Just about everything is going to start disappearing from not just the grocery stores, parts, houses, everything else. It's coming. And the prophecies say it's going to hit in like September, October, and that kind of a ballpark. Bird flu out. Yeah, I know. I know. You say, well, we already talked about this. I'm point, may, trying to make a point. It's a lot of places. Bird flu outbreak nears worst ever in U.S. with millions of birds dead. Under the guidance of federal government, farms must destroy entire commercial flocks if just one bird tests positive for the virus to stop the spread. In Iowa, millions of animals in vast barns are suffocated at high temperatures or the poisonous foam. In Wisconsin, lines of dump trucks have taken days to collect masses of bird carcasses and pile them in unused fields. Neighbors live with the cry of the stink. Now, accident? No. On purpose? Absolutely. It's an on purpose. The crisis is hurting egg-laying hens and turkeys the most with the disease largely being propagated by migrating birds that swarm above farm. Yeah, right. Yeah, we're going to blame the dead birds on migrating birds flying. You know, they do think we're stupid. And sad to say is most people believe the 6 o'clock news. That's probably how the virus contaminated egg operations in Iowa, which produce liquid and powdered eggs that go into restaurant omelets or box. So guess what? They're attacking our food. The fastest pace of U.S. inflation in four decades, the war in Ukraine to adverse weather for crops. In other words, it's a perfect storm. They are hitting us from all directions all at once. And I have to laugh at this. I have to laugh at this. This is from the Babylon Bee. It says, after chanting all night, a crowd of worshipers still can't get Moloch to answer them. <laughs> this is straight off of Mount Carmel and Elijah. You remember the story. Okay, so uh, God told Elijah to put this little pre-chap up. So he went to the king and said, tell you what, you bring all of your Moloch and your ball worshipers, all of the prophets of the groves together, and tell you what, 
we will set up a sacrifice, and your Moloch and Baal worshipers, your uh, prophets of the groves, which are like 850 total, they call upon their God, and the God that answers by fire, let him be God. So they <laughs> cried all day long. They started cutting themselves. And uh, Elijah, the prophet that he was, started mocking them. Oh, he's probably out hunting. Maybe he's asleep. Maybe you need to wake him up. He's a god, isn't he? Surely he hears you. And so they're cutting themselves, and by the time of the evening sacrifice, no fire. So then Elijah put up his uh, bull, cut him, rebuilt the altar, and they had, he brought him four barrels of water. And they dumped the barrels of water on him, if I recall, three times. I mean, it, that, that sacrifice was soaked, the wood, all of the rocks ran and everything. Then he called upon God. Fire came down from heaven, and it not only burnt the sacrifice and the wood and the water and the rocks and everything. So then Elijah turns and says, slay them all. So they took him down to the brook Kidron. 850 false prophets were killed that day. Hmm. Hmm. After chanting all that long, crowd of worshipers still can't get Moloch to answer them. I'll assure you there's a god out there called Moloch. He's a cow god. But at the end of the day, it's really Lucifer behind it. It says, after gathering the steps of the Supreme Court and chanting all through the night in support of abortion, a crowd of worshipers are still having a hard time getting their pagan god Moloch to hear them. I know, you're probably thinking I wrote this article. I didn't. I didn't. We chanted and danced and even cut ourselves with knives. Obviously, they haven't read the Bible. But still, Moloch is silent. Said protest leader and male feminist, this guy's name, why doesn't he hear? Why won't he send out fire down from the sky and consume this infernal SCOTUS building? Moloch, hear us. I'm, I'm sorry, I just have to laugh. I have to chuckle. Sources at the scene have suggested that Moloch may possibly be on vacation, sitting on the toilet or maybe having a terrible diarrhea, or bringing the latest season of, I'll skip that, to, uh, to, the, to get the attention of the ancient god of child blood sacrifice. I told you that's what they do. Moloch and Baldwin, they, they kill people to worship their god. The most the protesters will have the resort to even more extreme attention-seeking methods, such as arson or screaming into the camera. <laughs> they do err, not knowing the Bible. We will not rest until great Moloch hears us. They keep banging the drums even louder. The crowd was discussing the possibility of sacrificing a beautiful virgin to get the God's attention, but uh, they couldn't find any volunteers. But you know that when there's no volunteers, these people get enough power and authority, they volunteer you, okay? They don't take any volunteers. They select people. Now let's talk about the dollar. We know that the dollar is falling. We know that it happens almost overnight. We know that there's a 30% drop followed by a 50% drop to a 66% drop, and then eventually it's blowing worthless as leaves into the wind. Someplace there in there, there is a big earthquake. HSBC working with IBM to accelerate quantum computing readiness. Now, what's a quantum computer? It's basically given, given to us by the aliens, or we also call them demons, or you can call them Lucifer. So Lucifer takes over our financial system about 300 years ago, and now over the process of time, he's destroyed it. So then to come along and help us, he gets the benevolent extraterrestrial galactics to give mankind a quantum computer. 
which is, well, how fast is it? If you were to turn on the water coming out of your hose full blast, that represents the fastest computer mankind has ever made. Compare that amount of water to Niagara Falls. That's how much faster a quantum computer is. And with this, it's going to be part of the new, and he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, receive a mark on the right hand, or in their forehead, and the no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark in the name of the beast, or the number of his name. This is the financial system that will bring in the mark. It goes on to say, the bank will join the IBM Quantum Accelerator Program, giving its access to IBM's premium plan of quantum computing systems, including its recently announced 127 qubit processor, to make banking, that's right, they're going to make banking so much easier for us. Banking is so hard now, we have to have a, yeah, it's lies, lies from the pit of hell. Now, I had somebody come up to me and say, have you heard about this? Yes, 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 but I have to qualify it. So it says, World Health Organization is preparing to vote to strip the U.S. and 194 other nations of their sovereignty. That's clickbait. Yes, it looks like, oh, my goodness, they're going to take. Well, that's not really what it's saying. What it's really saying is having to do with the World Health Organization. We would lose our, lose our sovereignty. So it's not as serious as everybody's talking about. However, I do want you to take just a second. If you're listening, take just a minute. And you need to see what I'm showing you. I cannot say, I dare not say, one word on that page. Not one word. Not if I say the URL, boom, I'm in trouble. If I say the name, I'm sure I'm in trouble. Uh, I, but I'm, I'm just going to say I spent an evening, I mean an evening, reading this website. And while I cannot prove everything on there is true, I'll say it again, I cannot prove everything there is true. I will say, you know, I've been around this prophecy stuff since, what, 1984? Or was it 74? I think it was 74. Long time. And I've had um, 160 guest speakers making 330 DVDs. A lot, you know, long time. But some things he said here fit too many pieces that were missing in the puzzle for it to be just made up. I I don't think he made it up, and I don't think it's a pack of lies. I think the guy is risking his life to tell us the things. And so what you have to do, it's basically, on this website, it's one long PDF, and I downloaded it and saved it. I want to have a copy of it. And it'll take you several hours to read through it, but I would suggest that you page up, start all the way at the top, go all the way down to the bottom. Okay, fine. There's going to be some things in there you can't accept. Put them on the shelf. Wait for some additional information to come around to see if that gets confirmed. The things you say, hmm. And then there will be some things where your mouth will drop open. And then there will be probably most of it you'll say, oh, well, that explains that. I think this guy here is probably telling you the biggest secret that the Moloch and Baal worshipers do not want you to know. I found it fascinating. So there you go. Yeah, I got to look to understand what I'm talking about. Let's move on. Now let's talk about war. You know, <clears throat> Daniel 9.27 tells us what to look for to know that the, the tribulation started. And he, meaning the Antichrist, will confirm the covenant for, with me for one week. Well, the problem is, is if that's a peace treaty, and it probably is, we don't know for certain, 
there's a lot of agreements signed around the globe all time, and there's no necessarily guarantee we're going to even get to see that. However, a better way to look for, I think, is Revelation 6.1. And I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. There's nothing that says we get to have a guarantee that we get to hear that noise of thunder. However, I have two other sources that in dreams say that they did hear it. So I want to believe we get to hear it. Now, if that happens, then we're in the tribulation. Because when the first seal gets opened, absolutely, positively, we're in the tribulation. However, we can also tell when the tribulation is getting started. And that's what I want to show. And then we're going to go on into some things about war. First of all, I want you to look here. It says, And when the white horse rode, it caused conquering and to conquer. When the second horse, the red horse, took peace from the earth for them to kill one another. And in the third seal, the black horse with a pair of balances in his hand, saying a measure of wheat for a penny, three measures of barley a penny. Essentially what that's saying is, when you see, when when the first seal is opened, war starts. Now, I've told you I believe that World War III started February 22nd of 2022 when Russia invaded Ukraine. I believe that was the start of World War III, excuse me, the start of World War III that will continue all the way up to Armageddon. So it's already started, but the tribulation has not started. However, one of the big things that when the tribulation starts is we see three things. We see first one, first white horse is war, red horse, war, and then the black horse is things get expensive. All right, well, are we seeing anything that says that a war might have started? Absolutely. Are we seeing anything in the world that says things might start getting expensive? <laughs> we just talked about it. Okay, so if you put this together, it's saying the start of the tribulation is probably not over the horizon. It's probably at the end of the block, and it might be at the end of the driveway. It's saying we should be watching for war to start. It has. And I'm about to show you more articles. It has with the white horse and the red horse. In my opinion, I don't think there's a year between the white horse and the red horse. I don't think there's a year between the red horse and the black horse. I think the white horse, the red horse, and the black horse move almost the same time. I mean, we're like a couple of weeks, a couple of months, it's pretty close. Meaning, we can tell when you're getting close to the tribulation, even if we don't hear the first seal open, we can tell when we see war coming on or war about to start. We're seeing it. We can also tell when we see things start getting expensive because that's what a measure of wheat for a penny, three measures of barley for a penny is basically saying, it's complicated to explain, is basically saying two things. It says that you work all day long for enough food just for that day. Second thing is it's saying is during the tribulation, there's three times more barley brought into the kingdom than there is wheat. Three measures of barley for a penny, excuse me, a measure of wheat for a penny, three measures of barley for a penny. The wheat is the Gentiles. The barley is the Jews, meaning in the tribulation, there'll be three times more Jews saved than there is for the wheat. Got it? Three times more Jews saved than there is Gentiles. But what it says is the tribulation is very, very close. Now, next article. More confirmation. Nuke submarines from U.S., U.K., and France are now docked in Scotland amid high-octane NATO-Russia tensions. 
It says the USS Indiana, a Virginia-class nuclear-powered attackment submarine, was sighted sailing towards Her Majesty's naval base April 27. There's more. Britain adds more nuclear wars to Trident submarines. Britain has increased the number of warheads each Trident nuclear missile carries as part of a precautionary measure to the face of the face of growing threats from Russia. Last year, they announced a significant shift in Britain's nuclear posture by announcing the number of nuclear warheads in Britain's arsenal would increase by 40% to a total of 260, five or six times greater than the little boy atomic bomb dropped on Hiroshima is how much powerful these nuclear weapons were than what hit Japan. Steps have begun to be taken to increase nuclear payloads carried by the Triton fleet. The Russian leader warned that any nation that is considered interfering from outside will face consequences greater than any you have faced in history. In other words, it's saying, you mess with us in this Ukraine, con- Ukraine-, Ukraine conflict, and we're going to take you out, boy. He placed Russia's nuclear deterrent on a high alert, test fired, this is all Putin, test fired the new Satan II missile, which can carry 15 warheads. Now, hang on. That means one missile could basically destroy America. If each one of those are, what did it say, five or six times, and by the way, I've heard it's not five or six times, it's like 250 times more powerful than what hit Nagasaki or Hiroshima. That's how powerful missiles can be today. Now, if this can carry 15 of them, try to imagine the 15 largest cities in America being taken out. Think about it. I mean, there's a scripture that says that the earth is moved at the taking of Babylon. So when the Russians attack us, it literally changes the rotation of the earth. That's how big and powerful they are. Primetime broadcasts on state-owned Russian channels have continued to suggest that Russia will use nuclear warheads. You know, was it the art of war says that when your enemy threatens you, perhaps you should listen? Uh, Problem. U.S. directly involved in Ukraine conflict. This is what they're saying. They're saying that we have troops, maybe not uniformed troops, but we have Americans on the ground fighting Russians in Ukraine. This is what they're saying, and it's not the only place that's saying it. It says, United States is taking part in hostilities in Ukraine. The BP, I won't mention that, demanding stop leaks about the exchange of intelligence information with Ukraine, admitted that Washington has been exposed. Vladimir said the Ukrainian government he would describe as a Kiev Nazi regime. Now, remember, I've been saying that. I know all the news is saying... Oh, those poor little Ukrainians. Okay, maybe there are some good Ukrainians. Maybe there's some really good Ukrainian Christians over there. But the people in charge of the nation and the people, there's there's a lot of evil going on and over. And this, this is not the only source that's saying this. They're saying Kiev Nazi regime not only relies on weapons from the West, but also on assistance of American intelligence forces. There's more. He goes on to say, essentially coordinates and develops military operations in Ukraine, is therefore directly participating in hostilities, meaning America is directly fighting Russia in Ukraine now. That's what they're saying. The U.S. leadership should be held accountable accounting to the accounting, adding to the list of war criminals. Desperate Ukrainian Euphrates. <laughs> okay, I'll try that again. Desperate Ukrainian refugees. 
Euphrates. Refugees. Essentially what this article is about to say, those poor Ukrainian refugees, they're coming over to Netherlands and to other nations and to America, and to just show you what good Christians they are, here's what they're doing. It says they're painting swastikas, again, Nazis, that's all part of killing people. Remember the six million Jews? Nazis killed six million Jews. Remember that? Okay. Paint swastikas on World War II graves, and they're stabbing people in host countries. Good Christians. Goes on to say some of those poor Ukrainian refugees have graffiti swastikas onto World War II grave sites and have stabbed people in the face and the neck. Recent Ukrainian refugees are believed to have defiled the graves in the memorial with spray-painted swastikas and cheers for Ukrainians' Nazi Azov Battalion. Here's proof. Take just a second to look at it. Now, this is in the, the Netherlands, but they're, okay, if they're such good Christians, or if they're such, these poor little people, what are they doing? What are they doing? What are they doing? What, why are they doing this? Okay. I've talked to people. I believe that there really are good Christians in Ukraine. I've talked to some people that know people that are evangelists and pastors over there. Really good Christians there. I'm, I'm not discounting that. Just like there's some really good Christians in America, but then there's some really bad people too. Here's what they're writing on. This, this is supposed to be a World War II memorial. And they're, they're suggesting that these people were bad because they were fighting against the Nazis. They're letting those kind of people into our nation. These are graves of men and women who died defending the Netherlands against the Nazis in World War II, and they've defamed the grave. Again, not all the Ukrainians are good. Not all the Ukrainians are bad. Fox News says pro-abortion groups target churches for Mother's Day protests. You better get ready for it. It's coming. Coverstone, June 27, 2020. In this dream, I was standing over a field looking down on a valley where thousands of dark, gray, menacing wolves were all sleeping. What he's referring to is the devils in America. And some of those are spiritual devils. Some of this refers to it. But some of them are in the flesh and blood devils that are going out trying to... Look, there are people in America, and they don't just not stand for the flag. They don't just not put their hand over their heart. They are the ones that kneel, and they are the ones that actively are trying to destroy this nation. Suddenly, a very dark dark figure began running in the middle of the wolves, whipping the wolves. This is Satan and his cohorts. The wolves began to wake up. They were shrieking and making horrible noises. They began woken up to, to 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 due to being hurt. The person kept whipping them and stirring them into a frenzy. He was not just beating them. He was instilling fear in them. Every single wolf had been hit by the man. They showed fear and respect to him. He was like their master, and he kept whipping the wolves. And I believe that probably two years, for sure, three years ago, this is probably the case. A lot of evil people in America were mostly asleep. But now we've seen over the last couple of years of various different things has been whipping them to get them to go out and protest. And we've seen the protest. That's what this is saying. It says it's going to get worse. It's about to tell you where it's going, how bad it's going to get worse. The wolves finally cowered down, stopped pointing his finger. He stopped and started pointing his finger, turning in a circle and said, go to the cities. Those wolves took off in every direction, howling at the top of their lungs. The scene changed. I was standing in front of hundreds of TV sets. I saw 
blacks, whites, Asians, Indians all around the world, and they were fighting spiritually, fervently, preaching, teaching biblical principles, and they were not accepted. I saw people in chains at the back of the church looking at their watches and yawning. Some had their heads back in their chairs and the pews asleep. You know, there's a lot of folks that don't even go to church today. But if you did drag them into church, they'd just be watching their cell phones. And if they didn't have a cell phone, they'd be asleep in church. They, they don't really have the heart of Jesus in them. The people at the front, however, were kneeling in prayer. They were doing their best to get close to God, fasting and praying, things like that. That's what he says. The people up front began to pray against the enemy intensively, aggressively, against the spirit that was at the door. Now, you might want to watch today's sermon. Uh, I say today, I mean as in, as I'm recording this, 4.03, Sunday the 8th. So what I spoke on this morning is exactly this kind of thing. Um, how to pray against the Moloch and Ball worshipers. So you might want to go listen to that. No, you might. You, you do want to go listen to it. The scene changed. I saw courtrooms and judges with gavels pounding the bench, pastors in change. I was shackled myself. I saw people in the jury seats, the witness stand. They were crying, and the judges were saying, you can no longer preach this message. You can no longer declare that this type of lifestyle is sin. You can't say anything about this kind of lifestyle. You can't say anything about this situation. You cannot address these things from the pulpit. No more. You cannot say this. You cannot say that. You cannot say Jesus is the only way. You cannot say abortion is sin. You cannot deal... Wait a minute. Ha, what is just happening right now over this Supreme Court thing? So I'm only saying it's getting really, really close. You cannot say that. If the gavel thing came down. The judges had turned against the pastors. Right now, the pastors have favor in the churches, or excuse me, in the courts, but it's saying it's coming to the point where it's not going to. Now, let me get to the point. This is the long one. I saw pulpits being chopped up with axes. I saw the big old wooden pulpits being chopped to pieces, plexiglass pulpit, pulpit, pulpits hammered to pieces. I saw Christians in chains. I saw them being publicly ridiculed and publicly assaulted because their ideas were old-fashioned and needed to go. I heard the cry. I've heard for six months, but there was something added to it. I heard, brace yourself and endure to the end. Brace yourself. For he endureth to the end, the same shall be, uh, I will give the power, uh, the crown of life. So we got to stick with Jesus. Don't quit. Now, in the trouble ahead, you're going to want to have food because you know there's a food shortage coming. And I've talked about this a lot. This is actually a, a picture of a loaf of bread that I actually made. As a matter of fact, I made a loaf last night. I could walk out and get you. I could show you. I made jalapeno bread. Matter of fact, that's what I had for lunch and yeah, breakfast and lunch today. It's jalapeno bread. All you got to do is put a few jalapenos in it. So I would recommend that you go to josephskitchen.com. You want to get yourself the machine package. The machine package is how you take the wheat berries, put them into a, a meal. 30 seconds later, they're flour. Put it into a bread machine with six other ingredients. Push about two hours, 20 minutes later, have a nice, hot, steaming loaf of whole wheat bread. I don't know, is it good? It's good for you, and it's probably the cheapest way to reduce your meal expense. Then you want to decide how much food you want to get. You want to get Food, one person one year, two people one year, four people one year, six people one year. And if you do get it, I'd recommend at least you get this one here. Uh, if you got four people one year, get this one. If you got six people in your family, get this one. I calculated it up. If you get a machines package at, well, let's see, what is it, $620? 
and you get six people one year at $3,700. That's a total of $4,320. You divide that by six people, that's about $720 a year. Now, why is that important? Because most of your long-term storage, freeze-dried food, uh, emergency food places, it's all in the ballpark of around nine or $10,000 one person one year. Nine or $10,000 one person one year. Joseph Kitchen can do it in the ballpark of around $1,000 a person. We're not half their price. <laughs> We're not 25% of their price. We're 10% of their price. Now, I believe that God started Joseph Kitchen to feed his people. I remember a couple of months ago, woke me up in the middle of the night, and I didn't hear an audible voice, but boy, was he screaming at me. He said, buy more wheat. There was a pause, and then he said, buy more wheat now. And then he said, if you don't buy more wheat now, you will not be able to feed all the people that I have you to feed. So we've been buying a lot of wheat at Joseph's Kitchen. If you want to get food, long-term food that doesn't spoil, the wheat berries don't spoil, they last for years and years and years. And if you want to do it in a really, really economical way, I mean, what fed the world for seven years during the seven years of famine of Joseph and the Pharaoh? It wasn't corn, wasn't wheat, wasn't rye, wasn't barley. It was wheat. Seven years fed the world wheat. Next thing, if you're thinking about getting gold or silver, I recommend cornerstoneassetmetals.com. Good people, good Christian people, call them. Just get a dialogue going. You know, Open an account. Talk to them. Hey, what do we do? How do we go about doing this? Uh, can you help me with my, fi- my uh, what is it, IRA, uh, things like that? 401, 401K. Can you help me with that? And mention Prophecy Club, and they'll love you because they love Prophecy Club people because they know what's going on. i got to tell you about this one. Now, this is another one of those pages I can't say words on this page. I'd recommend you go to here, and then you want to do a search for these three words. Watch the water. I can probably say that. Watch the water. This guy here is extremely convincing, and he tells you that they have already been putting poison in our water. And according to what Leslie was told back in 2011, that it's not going to be just put into the tap water, but also into the bottled water. And she specifically recommended that people get water filters because just buying bottled water is not good enough. It's going to be put in tap water and in bottled water. That was, what, 11 years ago. So if you want to get that, I'd send you to prophecyclub.com. Click on this right here at Berkey's. It brings up this page. I recommend at least you get this one. This is two black filters. It's enough for a small family. A lot of people are getting the Imperials. The one I have is the Crown. It has eight filters. That's enough to filter the water for your neighborhood. So, I mean, you could take water off the roof. You can take water out of the gutter. You can take water out of a mud puddle, put it on the top of this. Out comes fresh, clean, drinkable water. And based upon the prophecies, you're going to want one. Remember, this is how clogged China is right now. Our food, just about everything that we have that comes from China, not coming. Now, okay, it's not here yet. But it's just a matter of months until there's big problems. If you want to get some kind of protection so that in the event of a suitcase nuke, your car starts and your computers still work, your refrigerators still work, then we'll send you to empshield.com. 
get one of their devices. And if you use the word promo code prophecy, it'll help prophecy club, but it gets you a 50% discount there. EMPShield.com. I'm going to show you how I make wheat bread in about 60 seconds. Now, it actually takes two hours and 30 minutes, including organizing all of the ingredients which I have already put together. So first thing I do is I turn on the meal. I let it wind up. I put in four cups of wheat berries. That's what the wheat berries look like. They're just seeds. You can see what they look like. That takes about 30 seconds. That's turning the seeds into flour, real flour, the way God intended it. Always let it spin up before you put the wheat in. Now to keep it a little quieter, I'm going to put the lid on. There you go. That's it. 30 seconds took four cups of wheat berries and turn it into flour. Now, I take the wheat flour right here. Nice wheat flour. I'm afraid to tip it too much, but there you go, wheat flour. This is, as it says here, water, salt, honey, olive oil, and two eggs, and this is the thermometer that is reading 100 degrees. We even send you the thermometer. Then we pour it into the bread machine. Then we pour the wheat on top. Then we put in the lecithin and the yeast. So, I have added the flour here. Now, what I do is I, first of all, I add a, le a, 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 a tablespoon. Actually, it says two tablespoons. This way I do it, though. A pretty good helping spoon, and I just put that off to the side. Then I move the flour around and I dig a little pit for the yeast. And I keep the yeast in a sealed container. It goes bad if you just put in the refrigerator just uh, in the bag. So then I put a tablespoon of yeast right in the little grave, and I cover that up. And I'm done, except for setting it. So now I open the bread machine. I put all of the... I'm going to take the thing off. I don't want to cook that. Put this in the bread machine. I already have the bread machine preset to the settings that I want. Okay. So then I push here. And I go up to number 12. There. And that didn't seat good. There. 12, and then I push play or go. Two hours and 20 minutes from now, I will have a nice, hot, steaming loaf of bread. Total time, two hours, 30 minutes. My time, 10 minutes. josephskitchen.com josephskitchen.com It's God's famine food. It is the cheapest way that two people can live 
in a time of famine. Josephskitchen.com. So now our bread is finished cooking, and this is what it looks like now that it is all finished cooking. And it is a perfect loaf. Then what we do is we take this loaf out, which it's too hot for me to touch, so I'm not going to take it out right now. But what we would do is put it in this bread slicer. The bread slicer comes with your mechanics package, and then you just put this in here and slice your bread like that. I also, the, the knife comes with it. We do not supply, apply the bread box, but I do recommend you have a bread box. And then what you want to do is keep your bread in the bread box like this. You want to keep the light off of it and uh, keep it moist. And I wanted to also show you what it is the difference between whole wheat bread and the stuff in the store. Okay, so this is a one pound loaf I just bought in the store. That's one pound, okay, compared to, if I can get this, three pounds. This is a three pound loaf. In other words, this actually has some weight to it. Why? Because it's not all air. It's actually nutrition. This is not, now, I want to compare one of the slices. So this is one of the slices from the nothing bread. This is one of the slices from my bread. You can see the difference. See that? Two slices of this a day sustains a person. Probably a half a loaf, probably a whole loaf every day would not sustain a person because there's nothing to it. The nutrition part of it has been taken out. So if you look at the difference here, that's the reason we say two of these kind of slices is a meal and it sustains you. Uh, so I suggest that you take this out. Again, it's too hot for me to take out yet. I mean, I, I can dump it out, but take it out, put it in the slicer, slice it up, put it in the bread box. The bread box is not part of the mechanicals, so you have to choose one. And you'll probably have to choose a large one because it, the, the loaves that come out of this are so much larger. Anyway, so it's excellent bread. So what we're asking you to do today is to get this book in DVD. Now, hang on, hang on. I'm going to put a challenge out there. I've had several emails come to me lately, and people will be repenting. I've been watching you for, for years, and I never sent a donation until right now. And, oh, I'm really sorry. I know I should have a long time ago. But anyway, here's my donation. So let me first speak to all of the people that have never supported this ministry. I'm going to ask you this time to consider supporting it. And it's not about money. I want to get you excited about proving that the Bible is true. I think you will be so amazed by this book. It's, it's book and DVD. This book is just high. Well, here's the picture of what we were just talking about. High quality, full color photographs, eight and a half by 11, big, I mean, really nice stuff. And when I saw this book, I said, oh, I got to have it. <laughs> I got to have it because I've been there. I mean, less than I've been there. We, we know this stuff's true. We've been there. You know, we got our own photographs, a lot of this stuff. This, if we really are in the last days, and I think we both believe we are, then 
See, God has put archaeological evidence into the earth to convince those people that will be convinced, some people you never convince. And what this book and DVD are is some is 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 giving you the ability to put in your hands the ability to explain the validity and the truth of the Bible. Now, here's what we're asking, okay? So the book is $75, but you can buy your $3,000 airline ticket. You can go to Turkey. You can go to Israel. You can spend four or $5,000 looking for this stuff. You won't find it. You will not find it. I'm going to tell you right now. You will not find the things that are in this book because you won't have God guiding you and directing you. Some places you can't even get into today. So for $75 for that book, bargain, bargain. It's about winning souls. Now, this is a three-and-a-half-hour double DVD. Now, it's only one disc. It's not two discs. It's one disc. But it's a, a double layer. It's three-and-a-half hours. And this explains the things that are in the book. So you need both. Don't think about getting one or the other. Get both. So we're doing this. The DVD is 50 The book is 75 but you can get both of them for a $100 donation at prophecyclub.com. Now, I got the, the box behind me to show you. We just got them in. We just got them in at the, at the, at the warehouse, and we are all ready to ship book and DVD. All you got to do is go to prophecyclub.com and place your order, and if you want to, you can even have them overnighted to you. Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.